Entrepreneur on Fire, episode 203. Welcome to EntrepreneurOnFire.com, where remarkable entrepreneurs share their inspiring story. Let their journey illuminate your path to success. And now, your host, John Dumas. G'day, Fire Nation. We're going to give a quick thank you to our sponsors, GoToMeeting and Squarespace, who bring this episode to you for free. GoToMeeting with HD Faces is the powerfully simple way to meet and collaborate with your team online. Try it for free for 30 days. Visit GoToMeeting.com, click the Try It Free button, and use the promo code FIRE. Next up is Squarespace. They're the all-in-one platform that allow you to use drag-and-drop technology to create a beautifully designed website, Fire Nation. For a free trial and 10% off, go to squarespace.com and use the offer code FIRE. Okay, Fire Nation, let's get started. I am simply thrilled to introduce my guest today, Laura Betterly. Laura, are you prepared to ignite? Absolutely. (laughs) All right. Laura considers herself an eclectic serial entrepreneur. Although her first love was playing guitar, she spent most of her career being a tech geek, handling the marketing and promotion for her clients, as well as several of her own projects. Given Fire Nation a little overview, Laura, but why don't you take a minute, tell us about you personally, we want to get to know you, and then take another minute and give us an overview of your business. Well, you know, as I said, I have a bit of an eclectic background. I started out as a guitar player in the punk scene in New York City in the late 70s and early 80s, but um, I had some bad habits like eating and just didn't starve well. So I actually uh, turned around and got an accounting degree and actually uh, crunched numbers for quite a few years. Um, My first business was actually uh, uh, computerizing accounting systems for businesses. It's kind of interesting. And um, that was like the late 80s, early 90s. And at that point, I actually um, took off a few years, uh, had a few children who are now adults and absolutely great guys. Um, And in the late 90s, I actually was part of the TV team that developed the first dual mp3 player for djs called pc dj and we had nine million downloads it was the most awesome thing it was the beginning of the dot com uh you know the first boom um and we toured the world and uh uh uh, worked with vh1 divas and nile rogers who produced everybody from you know madonna to uh uh david bowie and it, it was just a whirlwind but uh you know, being an entrepreneur, I wasn't necessarily working real well with the finance community, so um, I got fired. <laughs> <laughs> so um, uh, I went to the table and said, "Well, you know, at that point, I had just gotten divorced, and my 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 biggest challenge was not changing the lifestyle that I had for my kids. So I didn't want to sell the house and move and downsize, and I actually didn't want to work outside of the house because." I wanted them to feel some sort of, uh, you know, um, security that, okay, so daddy's not here, but at least everything else is here, you know. And um, so I started my first um, marketing company, and it was kind of a whirlwind, but I had leveraged two people I knew that had good email lists, and I brokered a trade, and I ended up with the largest database um, in the world, or at least close to that. And um, 
we were doing affiliate marketing and marketing for others. And this was before canned spam. And um, I ended up on the front page of the Wall Street Journal with that one. And it's just it, it's just kind of remarkable. I went from there and, uh, you know, got a lot of press. And then at that point, we realized that, uh, you know, email deliverability in such a large way was not actually uh, working well. So we were also, um, that's back in 2002, we were the first 100 companies to get certified by Google for pay-per-click. So we went through that. And, and it, it's kind of an interesting thing. We took that company public. Again, I don't do very well with investor types. So I left in 07 and started Yada Yada Marketing, which is my uh, boutique um, marketing uh, company here in Tampa Bay. And we do everything from, you know, uh, uh, building websites to uh, uh, um, convert, uh, you know, converting things from, let's say, HTML to WordPress. We do a lot with paid media, SEO. And I got quite great at local, so I actually have three info products that uh, teach others how to have their own little uh, 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 agencies and whatnot. So it's it's gone bang up. And I, I I left out all the part about how I got sick and ended up not having health insurance and was really kind of a dark time about four years ago. But everything's good now, so there you go. Well, we're going to be able to delve into that for sure, Laura, later in the interview, as well as so many other things that you've brought up that I'm just fascinated by. But I want to just say a little side note real quick, because of this one thing you said during that little intro, I don't starve well. And I just love that because I'm just randomly listening to this amazing audiobook right now that is Why We Get Fat. And it's just funny that you say I don't starve well, because that's kind of the point of the book is that nobody starves well, which is just why that conventional thinking about weight gain and weight loss is so messed up. So it's such an interesting book. It's just such an interesting piece that you brought that up while I'm listening to this audio book. But we're <laughs> going to drive on because I just wanted to add that side note to Fire Nation. But we always start our interviews off here, Laura, with a success quote. It gets that motivational ball rolling. It gets Fire Nation pumped up for the content that you're going to deliver throughout this interview. So take it away. Keep it simple. And, and, and you know, that it sounds like, you know, I, I, I'm not getting very esoteric here, but the truth of the matter is anything that's going to scale or do well over time has to be simple. Because although us as entrepreneurs are pretty smart, um, a lot of the people that we hire are not necessarily so. So if you're going to go ahead and put yourself in a position where you're either going to scale something up, um, you need to really boil it down to its greatest simplicity. Otherwise, it's going to fail. Now, don't get me wrong. I, I enjoy complex puzzles and complex things. But when you look at something that's very complex, you can almost always figure out how to make it much more simple. And, you know, for me, I break everything down into into statistics. Now, you know, if you've got a website, you look at your analytics. What are your conversions? What is your traffic, right? You, things like that. But I even take it to a personal level because I, I, I think I, I mentioned to you before we started, I lost 104 pounds and I've kept it off. And the one thing I realized was that there's just certain statistics that I just wasn't keeping. Like how much was I moving? How many calories were I was, was I burning? And I'm not saying that I sit around with a little calculator all day long figuring out numbers because I've figured out simple ways through different devices or different or, or, or different tracking to be able to look at that. But then at some point I can look at the relationship of movement to food to weight to 
let's say fat content and that's just on the weight loss stuff on the business stuff it's pretty interesting sometimes you'll take a look at and you'll find a relationship that you just never realized like for example you know you could be getting all this traffic in on a keyword on pay-per-click right and you're like oh this is great I'm getting so much traffic but if you take that all the way through you realize that that particular keyword although it brings traffic it doesn't bring buyers so in essence is kind of pointless so why spend the money on it now maybe there's another one that's a little bit more expensive and has a little bit less volume but you have a higher percentage of people who actually buy on that keyword that tells me two things one buy that keyword and two that's the that's the keyword that we want to uh, maybe show up organically on. So, you know, all these th relationships are actually kind of simple. So the, as, as long as you don't add too much complexity into your into your day-to-day -day on that, you can get a lot more done. It's all about the conversion. And I love this quote, Laura. Being a military guy myself, we added one more word onto the end of this. Keep it simple, stupid. And just the very blunt military way that we do where we just focus on keeping everything simple because, listen, we're dealing with very dangerous situations, tactics, missions, what have you. And if things get too complicated, we start to mess up. And when we mess up, that's when things get really ugly. So you can apply it to so many different industries on so many different levels. Keep it simple. And I just love that mentality about that simpleness being able to scale. Because as entrepreneurs, that's what we're always looking to do. Leverage our time, scale our products and services, and we can do that if we keep it simple. Powerful. Thank you, Laura. Yeah, and I just want to add one other thing to that because, you know, I, I work with a lot of entrepreneurs and what, what I find about entrepreneurs in general, I mean, a lot of guys will be like, you know, I'm into you know, insert your market here and that is what makes them happy. But I find that most entrepreneurs are not that way. Right. They're more like, I have an idea, let's implement it. And they feel like they want to kill themselves if after they've implemented, if they have to keep running it, they want to go on to the next idea. And the only way an entrepreneur will be able to go on to the next idea without the one that they just implemented crashing is by keeping it simple. Boom. And Lord, that's a great segue into our next topic, which is failure, which are challenges and obstacles that as entrepreneurs, we face every single day. Hopefully we're failing forward. Hopefully we're being inspired or at least learning from these failures on a lot of levels and not letting these failures define us as entrepreneurs, as people. But Laura, take us back to a time in your journey when you failed, when you were in despair and how'd you overcome that? Well, you know, it's funny because I've actually had several points where, that I found very, very uh, tough to get through. I mean, the first, of course, getting fired from a company that started in my kitchen was devastating to me. Um, you know, and I and I and I could look back and say, okay, there was all sorts of different things that predisposed me to it. But at the end of the day, it was personally, um, you know, emotionally, just I, I felt crushed. And what I realized at that particular time is, is that I had personally identified who I was so closely with the product that when it was gone, I lost myself, and that was terrible. And so I made that decision at that point that, you know, anything that I was going to be involved in was not, I was going to put my all into it, but it wasn't going to be my life. You know, I had other pieces to it and, that, and that's made things uh, a lot easier. But I think the biggest obstacle I had to um, 
overcome was, you know, when I when I had the company that I took public, you know, at one point we were worth, I think, 13 million bucks. And, you know, I mean, on paper, okay, that didn't mean that we were, you know, you know, driving on private yachts or anything like that. But it felt to me like, oh, okay, so the rest of my life is kind of handled. I can do what I want. I don't have to worry about my retirement. And, you know, and I, and, and it was almost like a relief. And what happened was, is the bankers, the way they had set things up, they, and it's, and it's true. And anybody, if you're dealing with any money people, look, the truth of the matter is, is they're going to try to do a deal that's going to take as much equity as they possibly can from you at the end. So you're going to work your pardon me at my New York accent, you're going to work your ass off and you're going to end up with a lot less. So what they did with us is they gave us a, a, we did something called a convertible note and it was supposed to convert to stock after like two years at a certain price. And what happened was right before that conversion, they did something underhanded, which dropped the price of our stock, which meant that they basically were going to take the whole company. And I walked. Now I started yada yada. I was pretty happy with, you know, where we were going on that. But what occurred was, you know, you should start up. You're just trying to get things going. I had never went ahead and gotten our personal health insurance because we've been strong as hell. What's the big deal? Well, I got deathly ill and required six surgeries, and I did not have health insurance. So I went from this being worth this $13 million to being $400,000 in debt. And and it was it was devastating, not even from the like, okay, I can dig myself out of this, but I felt lousy. Okay. I mean, I just, I couldn't work as many hours. My husband is the pay-per-click master, but he's not a sales guy. So I was always the driving force behind all the income, even though he was the driving force behind all of the delivery. So it was a mess. What I did was, is I just made this decision that I was going to make it. I mean, I was going to make it for him. I was going to make it for, I wasn't going to leave my kids. And I was just going to do whatever I needed to. And so on a day-to-day basis, I started to, um, you know, spend a couple hours. And that's when I did a lot of research. I spent a lot of that time. That's how I taught myself SEO because we couldn't pay for uh, clicks anymore. That's when I started buying uh, different courses. And and the most interesting thing happened. I took a, 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 a I, I, I was doing fairly well with social media, right? But I didn't get Twitter and I didn't get certain things. And I had... Uh, um, uh, I, I was getting a, a friend of mine had sent me an e, uh, a, a video that uh, Ryan Dice did, and it was uh, I think it was his million dollar napkin. And I thought to myself, "Wow, what a smart kid!" And he had done a social media product with Perry Belcher, and I remember sitting at my my desk at the time, looking at this um, offer that they opened up, and it was more money than I had to do it the way I wanted to. So there was a an option for the course. There was an option for the course and some. Uh, uh, group coaching, and then there was an option for the course, some group coaching, and two personal consults with Perry. And I bought it, even though it was more money than I should have spent, because I just knew deep down that it was going to have a return on investment, and we were going to get some work out of it. I mean, it ended up that that money that I spent has more than 100x, because we were smart enough, and we ended up becoming paid consultants. And then I ended up with a publishing deal with these guys that, uh, that by the way, also included health insurance. So, um, <laughs> <laughs> so nonetheless, but my big takeaway on this was, and 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 was this is is that I realized that every other time when I had done well, 
I was always unhappy because I was unhappy because there was a customer service problem or a this thing or a that thing. And everything always had a had a, a, a negative spin on it because it was making me more busy than I should be. So I would have I would either have no money and be trying to get out of the soup or I would have money. But I was so busy fixing things that other people had messed up that I never enjoyed things. And then I, I, I sat back after I got sick and I was like, well, wasting my time being upset is is really wasting precious life because we don't know how much of it we actually have. So when I find myself getting all freaked out because, you know, we, we pulled in a lot of money and we've got a customer service issue or this, that, and the other, I sit back and I smile and I go, it's the ride. Enjoy the ride. And I do that and I just don't get snarky on things like I used to be. I mean, I'm, a, I'm I, if you can't tell from my accent, I'm a New Yorker. I can be snarky, okay? I can get, <laughs> but I just don't anymore. And that, and, and I, I, I wish I could have learned that lesson without getting sick, but I, it, it, it's, it's probably the most precious thing that I got out of it because the quality of my life is so much better now than it ever has been. That's so powerful, Laura. And you've shared so many lessons and so many aha moments that you've had throughout your journey, which is the perfect segue because our next topic is that aha moment. And you've already talked about a few that you've had, but we want to really just go back to a time in your journey, some point where you just had this light bulb go off where you were just like, wow, this is going to resonate with my authentic self, with my target market. And Laura, how'd you turn that light bulb moment into success? Well, here's the thing, you know, I've been, I've, I'm, I, I, I happen to be one of these kind of hyper intelligent people who read everything and do, do, does every course that comes out and tries to learn different things, right? So, you know, copywriting, sales, you know, uh, marketing, pay-per-click, all these different things. But what I realized is that if I'm just myself and I just communicate the way I communicate, I do much better than when I try to sell or I try to push. Now, don't get me wrong. I'm pro money. I like making money and I do. But it's very funny. If you look at my contemporaries, they'll send out an email a day saying, come check this out, blah, 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 blah. And I don't. What I'll do is I'll say, hey, like, like, you know, my email to my, my, my list on, on Friday was pretty simple. It's like right now there's a big attack going on, um, uh, WordPress blogs. There's, there's actually a, a brute force attack going on. So if your if your website's slow, a, that's what's going on. B, you better be protected. And I gave them the whole reasons and all the things that they needed to do so that they could protect their theirs and their client sites. But the third thing I did is I said, oh, and by the way, if you're not selling websites to your uh, to, to your clients, here is a course that teaches you how to build build websites. And it was my friend Ori's course, which is an awesome course. My, both of my kids have done it. And so I made some sales, but the point of my email was not come by my Pardon my. Oh, I hope I, that wasn't. A, a, no, a, we're all I good. Said that. Okay, <laughs> but you know what I'm saying. It was more like, hey, you know, this is what's going on, and this is kind of related. So if you're interested, go check it out. And I do just as well, if not better, than others because of the, my approach. But it's but it's being authentic to myself, you know. And uh, oh, and this is the other thing that I think is really important, and uh, uh, is is that. I answer all my communication myself. 
So if I have a student who has a problem and emails me personally, I always respond. And the same thing on my Facebook page. And I think that that's a big, that's a big deal. It's like, you know, if, if we're going to be the people who are helping others, then, you know, we got to be accessible. You know, it's, we're not, we're not, you know, we're not politicians. We're, we're people. Again, Laura, so many valuable lessons on so many different levels. I'm going to throw you a little bit of a curveball here. All right. Have you had an I've made a moment? I did, and it was a false I made it moment. And it's actually a different lesson, <laughs> if that's okay. Totally. Okay, so when we, when we released PCDJ, I was touring the world. And I mean, I'm telling you, I was in Hong Kong, and I was in France, and I was in Vegas. And I, I was actually doing DJ gigs, opening up for like, you know, big, big artists, right? Uh, speaking at Winter Music Conference backstage at, uh, at uh, Madison Square Garden. And I and it and it was really exciting. It was exciting because there was a lot of stars. It was exciting because there was a lot of new technology, and whatnot. And I did feel like you know, game over. I had made it and whatnot. But here's the thing that was the bad part of it is that I ended up letting my guard down, of course, because I got fired from my own company, uh, and I was arrogant. And I think that that has put me in a position where I enjoy the journey and I don't look at the made it point, you know, I mean, don't get me wrong. I mean, you know, if I can go out and buy an iPad and and I drive a nice car, that's nice. But you know, it's the, the game isn't over for me. And I think when you, when you, when you look at, uh, making it or that you've made it, it's almost to me like the completion of something. And I, I don't feel like I'm done. You've mentioned the journey a couple times now, and I love that because I always talk to Fire Nation about the journey, about reaching those milestones and just really stepping back and appreciating the accomplishments that you've made thus far in your journey. Because especially as entrepreneurs, that's what we have is the journey. Because if you're not enjoying the journey, if you're not appreciating the journey, then what are you doing? Because there is no true endpoint. Are you enjoying your journey, Laura? I'm having a blast. I love <laughs> people I work with. I love the fact, I mean, it, there just isn't a day that I don't wake up like just jumping out of bed, ready to ready to <laughs> run. So let's talk about yada yada marketing. You have so many great things going on right now. Your website is just full of exciting things. Take out one or two things right now that you're just really excited about and share them with us. Well, you know, I'm doing, I, I love social media, okay, because I, 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 you know, I, I, in fact, it's pretty interesting because one of the things I was looking at, you know, is authority, right? And, and what, what do you, you know, I mean, what, A, what makes Google think you have authority, right? What makes businesses run, it, it has to do with trust and authority, right? So I, I, I started, I started, you know, kind of going under the hood and figuring out some stuff on that, but it brings me to you know, all the stuff that's going on in social, and I find it absolutely remarkable. But there's a, a little piece of technology that very few people are playing with right now, and I am having a blast with that, and that's Google Hangouts. Yeah. Okay, now here's the thing. Google Hangouts is a webinar killer because you don't need to have a go-to webinar account, and you could use Google Hangouts, and people will say, well, yeah, but then you can't opt them in. Well, yeah, you can because you can embed your Hangout on your own website. So you can have your own form 
and you can do it that way and you can use comments so that they can ask questions and answers and you can do it all live. But the thing that I found really remarkable, and I mean, I don't know how, how many times have I've done a webinar where then I had to re-encode the file so that I could put it up for its uh, for the replay and it's always, it's always a 12-hour job. I don't care how many times and how smart I am, there's always something that messes up on it. With Google Hangouts, it's like 10 minutes. You can edit it online and it's there. Wow. I mean, it just, it's just amazing. So that that kind of got me excited because I think it's all about it. I think it's all about community now. I think that, uh, uh, you know, I mean, don't get me wrong. All sorts of traffic is great, but it's really the interaction that it, that that really gets things to catch fire now. Nope. I love that for so many reasons, because that is exactly the trend that I'm seeing on every single level. I just got back from social media marketing world in San Diego, and that was just the trend. And that was the theme of this conference was building your community, making those relationships actually matter and connecting with people on that real intimate level is so important. And man, I'll tell you, Google Hangouts is just this underutilized opportunity that you can really get out there and do that in a very powerful way. So I just love that. I'm actually going to do a small product on that because I think that it's just going to be a benefit to a, I don't think everybody, I think it's it's going to be a select group, but for those that will help, I think it'll, it'll you know, it'll it'll surely replace the $499 a month that you pay for GoToWebinar and a whole bunch of other things. I'm going to have to subscribe to your newsletter now because I want to know when that comes out because that is something that I am looking to do and I'm looking at the different options and man, $500 a month, that's a hefty payment. And as you've said, there's definitely some clunky things about GoToWebinar, GoToMeeting as far as the transitions afterwards and just people having to install it on their computer and having that whole download issue and the links. Wow. Let me tell you, just being able to go to Google Hangouts is a one-click step. And the fact that you can edit it online right thereafter, incredibly powerful. Yep, absolutely. So Laura, what's your vision for the future of Yada Yada Marketing? Well, you know, it's very funny because I realized that Yada Yada is actually one of my businesses, right? Because really, I realize, and if you go to laurabetterly.com, you'll see what I'm talking about. Um, I happen to be the brand for for better or worse. It wasn't the way I wanted it to be, but when I ended up with the publishing deal, it's what happened. But we also develop software for WordPress. Um, you know, I'm very big in the mobile and the local space, so we had we 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 figured that out. Uh, we've got a new webinar um, directory that we're in the process of launching, plus the courses. So you know, I think that yada yada marketing, you know, as a boutique. Um, uh, a marketing firm is great because it gives us the opportunity to continue to test and hone our skills. But my personal thrust is more into things that now that I can do and scale in a much larger bit, uh, in a much larger way with you know with my courses and coaching and whatnot. Because what happens with the it, it, and again it it goes back to the keep it simple. Um, uh, uh, equation. Some of this stuff is not simple, so it's not going to scale. So I am unwilling to take on um, more clients than I can actually handle when Steve and I and the and the small team that we have. And we made a very conscious decision that, that we were going to do it that way because with our last um, uh, um, agency, we had scaled it quite large. And I realized at the end of the day that the net on our smaller um, 
agency is much higher than the net on our huge agency, interestingly enough. So we just decided to keep it high end and that's what we do with that. And then everything else I do is to try to help others so that they can either do it themselves or we can consult them so that they can do it themselves. Powerful stuff, Laura. All right, Fire Nation, I'm going to take a minute to thank our sponsors today, Squarespace and GoToMeeting. Squarespace offers an all-in-one platform that allows you to use drag-and-drop technology to create a beautifully designed website, just like that. You can use the drag-and-drop feature to add content to your site from your desktop or to rearrange content within a page, making it easier than ever before to own your site and have it just the way that you want it. Squarespace also allows you to connect on Twitter, Facebook, LinkedIn, Pinterest, Instagram, and many other web and social services to your site. Responsive design? Don't worry about it. You are going to be able to have your site viewed on mobile devices. It is automatic. With 24-7 support and fast email responses throughout the day and night. Squarespace. Everything you need to create an exceptional website. For a free trial and 10% off, go to squarespace.com and use the offer code FIRE. Now let's chat about GoToMeeting. When your entire team can get together, it's amazing what gets accomplished. Projects that take weeks, decisions that take days, they're done right then and there. But gathering everyone together from different locations can definitely be time-consuming, expensive, and sometimes just impossible. That's why we use GoToMeeting with HD Faces. It makes it easy for your entire team to get together online, wherever you need to, whenever you need to, no matter where people are. With GoToMeeting by Citrix, you can share the screen, stay on the same page, and the built-in HD video conferencing makes your online meetings just like being in the same room. All you need to do is turn on that webcam. Plus, it's simple to launch or join a meeting from anywhere using your computer, smartphone, or tablet, even from your iPad. So Fire Nation, try GoToMeeting free for 30 days. Don't wait for this special offer. Visit GoToMeeting, click the Try It Free button, and use the promo code FIRE. Remember to use the promo code FIRE. Now we are going to move into my favorite part of the interview, the lightning rounds. This is where I get to ask you a series of questions, and you come back at us, Fire Nation, with amazing and mind-blowing answers. Sound like a plan? Sure. <laughs> All right. What was holding you back from becoming an entrepreneur? Well, you know, it's kind of funny. I think it was um, the family saying to me that you have to have a real job. <laughs> and I was like, wait a minute, this is a real job. And it's very funny because <laughs> my, da my dad's the guy who developed Instant Replay. So, I mean, he was an entrepreneur too. <laughs> right. Oh, you know, that is such a common response for so many of my guests. I just wonder what like two generations from now are going to say that was what was holding them back from being an entrepreneur because that's no longer going to be the mindset of, oh, you need to go get that job with benefits and with a pension and with all these things. So it's really going to be interesting to see how that mind shift happens over the next 10, 20, 40 years. Well, you know what? I have I have two boys, um, you know, the 21 and 22. And my 22-year-old is actually really, he's a good programmer and he's a great designer and he's learning a whole bunch of stuff. And he's always had the entrepreneurial mindset. Um, when, he was a, when he was a child, he was trying to sell things like, uh, 
lemonade and he would go door to door selling lemons from our backyard. And I mean, he got it all wrong because everybody had lemons. Why would they buy them from him? You know, but he kept trying and now he's actually, you know, doing some stuff on his own. I'm real proud of him. And he, and he, and he gets it, you know, and that's, and that's kind of, it's kind of fun to actually watch that develop and grow. Tell him to start listening to Entrepreneur on Fire and he will have the perfect path to success. Awesome. (laughs) I will do that. So, Laura, what is the best business advice you've ever received? Don't ever give away equity. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) You know, and I, you know, there's, there's a couple of things that I've gotten, but you know, the truth of the matter is, is that all the problems that I've had prior had to do with, um, having partners and giving away equity of my corporation. And don't get me wrong, I partner now and I have lots of partners, but but they're they're like rev share partners. They're not equity partners. Um, you know, there's a project that we're, you know, that we're gonna split the income on or whatever. But at the end of the day, you know, yada yada is, you know, totally and completely Steve and mine and nobody else's and that'll always be the case. And that's the same thing with Entrepreneur on Fire. I mean, especially this day and age of Shark Tank and tech startups and incubators and venture capitalists just prowling out there. It's like the fat to get out there and to just get as much money as possible, no matter what that means to the percentage of the company that you're giving away to acquire that dollar amount. So it's really refreshing to hear the other side of that coin. Well, you know, I did that, okay, and that was one of my mistakes, and it's really interesting because, and I don't think it's with a guy like Mark Cuban you'll find this with, okay, one of, you know, one of those guys, you know, um, but you will find it out there, and, 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 and the, the truth of the matter is the game of bankers is to own everything, so they're going to they're gonna play whatever games they can to do so, and usually what they'll do is you'll say, I need $2 million to complete this. And they'll go, well, we're not going to give you $2 million. We're only going to give you $1.5. And they've just set you up to lose because you need $2 million to make it. So you do that. You take that $1.5. You get it to where you, can, you where you want it to. And you need that other five to make it work. And then they own your ass. Mm. And, and, and it's, it's really a nasty, nasty, nasty game. And, uh, you know, it's not one I subscribe to, but really, if you look at it over and over and over again, that's the game. They give you a little bit less than you need, but you're all excited. And you see, here's the thing. And ha, this is a big aha that, that everybody should get. It's not about the money. It's about what your passion and purpose is. Yes. If you do that, if you do what you're passionate about and what your inner um, purpose to help, purpose to whatever. If you do that, then the net effect of it is money because money's not a product. Money is actually, you know, uh, at the end of the day, what you get because of the value of whatever. So if you if you're if you're if you have theoretical value, you're going to get some money that, and and you and you've just inverted the whole. The, the whole sequence of how it should be, and that's why you get in trouble. Anyway, that's just my thought on it. So, so true, Laura. So, what's something that's working for you right now? There's so much that's working for me right now. I think that the thing that helps me the most is my mastermind groups and the different groups that I, that so that I have, a, a although I'm not, you know, I haven't given away any equity, right? But, but I have a whole team of people who are in similar business 
that I can pull on. And, you know, so for me, if I, if I find, you know, something that's going on, you know, I'll share a link or they'll share a link or, you know, hey, I'm really having trouble with blah. And you've got this collective group of people who are all there with the same purpose to help each other. And I, and I think that's working best for me. And it's so funny because even though I sit in a room by myself all day, I'm never by myself. And that's one of the toughest things that entrepreneurs face is being by themselves, feeling like they're all alone with no encouragement, with nobody holding them accountable. That is the power of masterminds. And with things like Google Hangouts, with Skype, you're never alone. You're just a click away from anybody you want to talk to for free. Yeah. And the other thing is, is that I do have an accountability partner. Um, I don't know if you know Kate Buck. Yeah. But she's, yeah. But Kate and I talk every Saturday. And uh, I mean, we love each other as friends and whatnot, but you know, it's like, what are you going to get done this week? What did you get done this week? We do that for one another. And it's, uh, it's really, uh, it's really powerful. Do you have an internet resource, Laura, like an Evernote that you're just in love with that you can share with our listeners? Yeah, I'm using rescue time. Oh, I love that. It's the most amazing thing. And I mean, I've got my efficiency up to like, you know, 88 or 90%, believe it or not. But through using that, um, and, and, and just for those of you who don't know, Rescue Time is a desktop app that sits there and watches basically what you're doing throughout the day. And then you can give it a... Uh, 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 say, well, this is this is distracting, or this is productive, or very productive, and then you actually see how many hours you put in in a week, and you're also able to see your efficiency. And it's very interesting because it ends up being a bit of a uh, 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 an accountability tool because you know if you start wasting your time surfing on Amazon.com or White House Black Market like I do. You, st- you get the stat and you're like, oh, okay, I got to stop doing that. So it <laughs> actually, it's actually, a, it actually adds a little bit of discipline. I mean, even though nobody else is looking at it, but you know, I, there's also a pride of looking at it and going, you know, I outproduced like 72% of the other people out there, you know, at the end of the week. <laughs> and, and, um, and so for me, uh, that's been a, an absolutely wonderful tool that I am so glad I installed. No, I love rescue time. I use it religiously to just study my habits because you don't even realize over the course of a week exactly where your habits lie. And kind of a funny story real quick is that I just got back from social media marketing world, which was held in San Diego this year. And my rescue time report came in. I had logged in seven hours for the past week of work time. And I was just like, wow, I need to get my button gear. I need to go into overdrive because this is holding me accountable. Otherwise, I'd have just been like, oh yeah, I'm sure I worked a ton while I was you know, doing this and that. But no, rescue time, it's legitimate. It's black and white. It's right there. It's completely yep. malleable to what you think you should be doing. Great stuff. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's awesome. I mean, I I you know, for me it just it yeah, I I love it. <laughs> <laughs> so Laura, I want to hear a book that you love and that you want to recommend to Fire Nation. Well, you know, I I I love Trout and Reese. Um real old school marketing stuff, okay? So like they have the 22 immutable laws of marketing, position the power of mind. And there's another one that actually it was Reese and Reese. It was Al Reese and his daughter Laura. Um, wrote a book, and I guess in the beginning of uh, 2002, three, something like that, and it's called The Fall of Advertising and the Rise of PR. It has everything to do with, and this book really talks about how, you know, advertising builds a brand, and uh, I mean, excuse me, PR builds a brand, 
and I've proved this over and over again with the press I've gotten and advertising kind of maintains it. Now, if you take that and 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 add the things that have happened since then with social media, it really does change the way one would think about how they would launch or how they would continue to promote their product. And um, I happen to have a very old school viewpoint on on uh, on marketing. I mean, a lot of people are like, oh, yeah, let's do a squeeze page and let's do this and let's do that and throw some traffic and see what happens. And I'm kind of like, well, you know, market research exists for a reason. And if you know what your competitors are doing and you have all this different background information and you really, really position it correctly, you can almost out of the gate get it right and then just tweak. Boom. Laura, this next question is my favorite. It's kind of tricky. So take your time, digest it, and then come back at us with an answer. Okay. Imagine you woke up tomorrow morning in a brand new world, identical to Earth, but you knew no one. You still have all the experience and knowledge you currently have. Your food and shelter is taken care of, but all you have is a laptop and $500. What would you do in the next seven days? Oh, I would do some market research. Actually, I would do keyword research on at, at, at right then and there uh, of what's going on, and I would look at trends and whatnot. And if it's identical to Earth, then they would have very similar tools and whatnot. Yeah. And based on that, then I would decide what I wanted to be when I grew up, and I would just I would you know I would get a you know the the Facebook equivalent uh, you know uh, 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 identities. I would start just hammering on that probably wouldn't eat much probably wouldn't sleep much and I would figure some within you know within a couple of days I would have a pretty clear idea of where I was going to go and I would I would imagine I would have an internet hookup otherwise I'd be at the uh, library um, jacking into theirs <laughs> <laughs> Laura that was some incredible actionable advice and you've given us actionable advice this entire interview and we are all better for it awesome Give Fire Nation one parting piece of guidance, then share how we can find you, and then we'll say goodbye. Awesome. Well, you know, I mean, just figure out what you really want to do and do what you love because you spend more time doing that than you do anything else in this world. So that would be my parting bit of advice um, to you. If you want to get in touch with me, it's pretty simple. It's laurabetterly.com, L-A-U-R-A-B-E-T-T-E-R-L-Y.com. Um, that's my blog. You can see all my projects. Um, there's a contact form, So, and I, and I answer all my own communications. So that's where to find me. Laura, all of this is going to be linked up in the show notes, entrepreneuronfire.com slash Betterly. Thank you for being so generous with your time, your expertise, your experience. Fire Nation salutes you, and we'll catch you on the flip side. Great. Thanks, John. Fire Nation, what great idea do you have brewing inside you? Enough brewing. Take powerful action today. Go grab your domain and get your website up. I've created a simple seven-minute tutorial that will walk you through acquiring your domain for free all the way to your first post. Go to eofirewebsite.com to access this great tutorial, your free domain, and much more. That's eofirewebsite.com. Thank you for joining us at entrepreneuronfire.com, your daily dose of inspiration. Prepare to ignite.